This episode, it's all about the feel good, from some heartfelt classics to some brand new shows. So let's get stuck in. It's over 9,000! Configure the language logic interface for Japanese. Kawaii Fi. Kawaii Fi. Kawaii Fi Radio. Uh, Kanichiwa, you're tuned in to Kawaii Fi Radio, the podcast where we look into the world of anime and manga. I'm Kyle, and joining me are my co hosts, Loz, Kenny, Hello. and Aaron. Hello. Hey. Welcome. Good to have Actually, you finally have you here. Yes, properly this time. <laughs> it, it, it's a bit of a different take from when we're normally sitting here going, hmm. Uh, yeah, we, we've got all these new people we've introduced, and uh, we actually already have had you on a podcast, but haven't formally introduced you. No, and it's a pleasure to meet you all. Yeah, should Aww. I be wearing a suit for this if this is formal? Oh yeah, like do you have your your notes and all that? Oh, and, you know, yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah. oh did we not say? What are the typical oh, interview well, questions? Yeah. Where do you see yourself in five years? Um, Here, watching <laughs> anime. Yeah. Watching anime. Alive <laughs> is preferable. <laughs> yes, but Aaron is the last of the three new people who have joined the podcast in recent months, along with Loz, who Yo, is on most me. episodes now, which is great. Oh, um, thank you. Wait, so everyone else has been formally introduced? Yeah. Oh uh, man, pretty much. Oh, yeah. I feel horrible. No, it's okay. <laughs> you see, if I was an awful person, I'd be like. Yeah, but, but I um, got that off my first one anyway. Yeah, you so. did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the back of- so, Aaron, introduce us to you. So, what was your first anime? Oh, I think it was actually Sailor Moon. I remember watching it on Cheese TV when I was like Cheese five TV. and it was over <laughs> breakfast. I get the distinct depression for people around our age group. That's always going to be a kind of a common thing. Uh, oh, you were a 90s us. kid. Did you grow? Did you watch cartoons before you went to school? Yes. Was it Sailor Moon? Was it Pokemon, Digimon, or Dragon Ball Z? Like or card captors? But I think like my first anime that wasn't like a cheese TV anime. Yeah. Was Naruto? Absolutely yeah. going in hard there. That's yeah. yeah. Um, it was specifically the Zabuza versus Kakashi fight. Mm. Oh, just mid. yeah. That was Chef's like kiss. hype. Yeah, <laughs> chef's kiss. You better believe it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey. Oh. All right, you can kick me off the podcast now. <laughs> but everyone's kind of got a bit of a background in a different area, and I think you've got a. Well, we did mention a few podcasts back. You've got mm-hmm. a background of some knowledge that we desperately need. Yes, I have submersed myself in fate. Oh. Big F in the chat. <laughs> yeah, big F stands for fate. Big F fate, yeah. <laughs> fate, done. Um, yeah, I'm. I love fate. I play Fate Go a lot. I've played Fate Extella. I've played a lot of the games. I've watched the animes. I've watched two of the recent movies to get ready for the third one. Like, <laughs> oh. it's a lot to take in. It sounds like so much effort. Yeah, it it's sounds like you're almost not it. happy. <laughs> okay, okay. Look, I love Fate. Don't get me wrong, but the recent movies, just the way they've taken it. Just, just a little a lot. uncomfortable, yeah. There's a lot yeah. to get through. It's like they give their fans so much, yet they take also so much. Well, I mean, <laughs> having a lot is good because quite often when you get into the series, you're like, oh, it's over. Or mm. is this one like, if you just want a quick anime, you can watch one of the series, no problem, standalone. Mm. But if you want to go, hey, what if it went down a different route? Like, it's almost like a dating sim, but chaotic. <laughs> like, you can choose your route. You could be like, oh, I want to follow this route with this character or that route with that character. So I guess it's kind of like, like, I want to dip my toes in, have like a little like foot bath. And it's like, if I want to do a deep dive, you can submerge yourself. There's a submarine here. It'll take you all the way down to the bottom of the lake. So, and there's Aaron, so much. 
if if I did want to get started with hate, oh, no. where would I? <laughs> Look, as controversial as this topic is, I honestly say start with Fate Zero. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Here Hands first, down. folks. Yeah. Um, because it's the prequel, so like people are like, oh, you have to watch Fate Stay Night first because that's the origin of the story, and like it spoils Fate Zero, and Fate Zero spoils Fate Stay Night, and it's like, look, honestly, just go. Well, like if you really, really want to start like properly, read the light novels. That's what everybody says. Mm. But I'm saying Fate Zero because like it, it doesn't properly introduce you to how the whole thing works, but. It's the beginning of the story. Mm. You don't need to understand how it works at the very beginning. Not many stories tell you how it yeah. works at the very Got you. beginning. Okay, so starting at the That's beginning of the story is a good plan. That well, seems it, well in like this case, logic. it's starting starting <laughs> at the chronological beginning. Mm. Yes, uh, as because, opposed to the yeah uh, the release. sequential yeah. release for beginning. Mm. But that's okay. that's if you want to do anime. Like if you want to play the games, just go into the games. Like mm. it depends on what your preferred medium is, really. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. And we did bring this up when we um, had you in for one of the extra episodes. But until recently, you hadn't watched much Ghibli. <gasps> no, I'd only seen little bits in passing, and I think I saw like Tales of Earthsea in cinema when I was like seventeen, eighteen. So like, <laughs> not a good representation. But that's changed. That has a changed. lot since we last talked. Um, I'm very blessed to have a lot of time to watch movies and series and shows and the like. And so I have put myself through a very big chunk of Ghibli movies. Intensive by... Ghibli. Yeah, oh. I basically dived into it and I did not come back for air until I was done. Did you, got, you, you marathon the, the Ghibli collection? No, I only marathoned what was on Netflix. Oh, so like, well, that's still a... That's most of that's it. A that chunk. is yeah. a fair chunk of it. And let me tell you, that was... My brain still needs to recover from that. Yeah, I'm um, not like a hundred percent yet. <laughs> quick, quick question. Um, apart, apart from you know, what was your favorite? Blah blah blah. What made you cry? Mm. Because I, f- I feel very intensely about a lot of Ghibli films. I've mentioned this before, but there are some moments that are just so heartfelt. Like, did mm. you have any moments that you were like tear jerky? Oh, actually, I think I remember a few moments where I was like, "Ooh, that's really sweet," but like. Me actually crying because, like, I'm emotionally shut off. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you do watch Fate, so... Yeah, I, oh. yeah, I have to do it to protect myself, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you weren't just sitting there and everyone just goes, you know, I'm emotionally shut off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely want this guy on. The robots are fun. <laughs> Look, robots matter. But what did you end up liking the most? Because I'm a, a like Spirited Away, Mononoke, Nausicaa person. They're my, my choices. Mm. In my case, I'm, I'm a big fan of Totoro and Spirited Away. Mm-hmm. Porco Rosso and House Moving Castle. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. All very good movies. Um, I enjoyed all of them, but my top four, mm-hmm. like starting with number one is Porco Rosso. Good choice. Yes. Ooh, good choice. Good choice. Yes. Because that was just an amazing movie. It is. Um, then there's Laputa and Nausicaa Yay, coming in for guitar. two and three. And then Mononoke for four. Yep. Mononoke awesome. is amazing. So you can tell very much what my style is. I like a lot of action. Yeah, like absolutely. A decent yeah. pace to the movie. That's a good collection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is definitely a good collection. Now, we do need to talk about something that has been airing recently. Um, so uh, okay. as I awfully <laughs> said to Farrah when we were done, enough about you. Oh, sorry, <laughs> keep rambling. Um, let's talk about something that's been airing at the moment called Rent-A-Girlfriend. Ugh. Now, <laughs> I've been hearing things. I haven't actually touched it. I looked at oh. it and I'm like, I know a few people who work in a similar industry to this. Oh, and yeah, I think you know the same people. Yeah. I, I know a couple of others because I did a mm. training course with them. Yeah, mm. but like, it's 
Escort it, industry, hard, yeah, hard, hard work. Yeah, and I don't think like I could watch that with my friends and like some of the stories they've told me. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So Rent a Girlfriend, for those who aren't aware of it, is a story set where there is a young gentleman who um, loses his girlfriend and to make himself fit, feel better, rents a girlfriend to go out on a date. And one thing leads to another leads to another and it results in them getting an awkward situation where the grandmother is like, oh, I never thought you'd get a lovely girlfriend. I'm so happy for you. This is so great. And falls in love with the rental girlfriend. And the How b- traditional of grandma. Yeah, I know. Um, this is... Look, we, I think we, we can all agree I'm bad when it comes to dumpster diving. Oh, yeah. I've, I've watched a lot of Trash Fire. Um, domestic girlfriend, definitely right up there. What is it about the girlfriend shows? I know. Um, it's these, you know, like <laughs> Nisekoi. I'll judge him <laughs> in his as heart much that as he needs I to want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and at the moment I'm stuffing Doritos in all so. oh, That's a move. <laughs> that's me. Um, but um, the, this is a show which fits squarely in that category where it's going to be, you know, suggested to be a harem there's a situation mm-hmm. and then obviously the main girl will be the final winner at the end mm-hmm. the problem is is i've been having a bit of a look online at the manga i've been having a look at people talking in the forums about this it turns out they're into about chapter 200 in the manga oh wow nothing has happened oh my god what? no oh, character yeah. development okay, okay, okay. so oh. it's like nisekoi where it's like yep. the two families really like the main t- girl and guy together mm-hmm. but then they're like not really together and they're yep. pretending because like yep. in rent a girlfriend it's like the two the two grandmas are friends of, yep. and so their grandma's like cool awesome our kids will get married it's perfect mm-hmm. so it's kind of like that yeah and then nothing happens for two thousand chapters oh. yeah and no spoilers i'm still so bothered about the end of that yeah of Nisekoi. Of Nisekoi. yeah it's mm. fair yeah. yeah and i was as well with like i sim- similar situation yeah. I, I read nisekoi i followed it all the way to the end it was so good and it was so good and then it's like and then, and then you you get to the end and you're like you're choosing to go with the i mean it's you sh- i should have seen it coming but this was my first sort of outing with these romance style mangas and I was like, you're choosing the girl who's verbally and psychologically abusive as the best partner. That doesn't send a good message for young readers. No. It's just, so. I think it might be a trope in the uh, romance genre that they just can't stick the landing. Well, it's, it's essentially a case where they choose um, at the outset that X character and Y character are mm. going to end up together. And whatever happens in between is inconsequential. It's how long can we milk it? Yeah, it's like Bunny Girl Senpai. Like yeah. It's the same kind of... Um, uh, character like the boy and the girl have very similar personalities. She's the mm. more domineering kind of mm. like I don't know hashtag step on me kind of <laughs> like bullies him a little bit kind of thing. You've look, just broken Aaron. Well, like okay, look, can, we can all agree we would all want that, but like that that kind of trope in terms of like she's the yeah she's like kind of mean to yeah, him yeah, yeah. and he's kind of a. I mean, a nobody it, standard it, it's the, guy. It, it, Kenny's looking at us going, why would you want them to be mean to you? And it's like, it, it goes back to that high school thing. Like, you mm-hmm. know, the, yeah. if, if you if a guy likes a girl, he's mean to her. He's he not. Pulls her pigtails, yeah. it means I'm saying I love you. And it's like, I guess it's like the Sundari as well. Like, I'm mm. baka and like hits you in the face. You're like, oh, she love loves me. Like, <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, it's like a playful mean. It's not a, yeah, it's not I will playful. actually stab you when you turn around. It's yeah, that's like, a different not, It's not Mirai Nikki. I was going to say, it's not Yandere. I mean, for me, like one of my favorite um little romance series that i've seen in uh, recent years was teasing master kagi because of yeah. how pure and lovely it so is yeah, and like yeah the sweet teasing is sweet is sweet it's nice but, but i think the issue is is that 
that a lot of people don't know how to settle in that middle without because mm. mm. you know we're adults we don't think like children anymore we th- we think unless. completely different unless yeah um, <laughs> but well, it's not like games where you've got like the three options where it's like oh yeah this is the good one this yeah, is the neutral like one this is the bad one choose. and you're just sitting yeah. there Paragon going, and renegade. renegade I was going to say Renegade for life yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, look we're yeah. all Mass oh Effect nerds let's be real alright so look um, rent a girlfriend look check it out if you do want to um, but after last week's in-depth look into how war has shaped the world of animation we thought this episode needed to be something a bit warm and fun to balance it out so just like a comfy hoodie or a nice hot cup of tea or coffee or a steaming hot shower this episode each of us has brought a favourite to the table to talk about for our first ever anime hot pot episode I brought my shower did you guys bring your shower? No, I've got uh, my blankie. No. <laughs> I brought my teddy. Oh, I love him. I have my soft bunny. We have three wonderful and fun shows to share with you this episode, but you might be asking, why only three when there's four of us? All will be revealed in due time. And hey, if you have got this far and you're enjoying what you're hearing, consider hitting that subscribe button and joining us for future episodes. If you're one of our listeners on YouTube, don't forget, you can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast too now. So we'd mm. love to keep you company on your next day off or on your trip away. It'd be lovely to have us in your ear and tell you, you you know, the dulcet tones. Push the like button. No, Push it. please. We're no. going to tell you what to watch. Yeah. Yes, we are. But before we get into this episode's main <laughs> topics, it's time for the anime news. And my lord, there's a lot. Sorry. Making headlines. Really? Awesome. Anime news. Well, it's time to look at what's been going in the world of anime and manga the past fortnight. And let's talk about something a bit controversial, Mm. Act Age. Now, if you haven't caught the latest dramas on this, Act Age is a manga which has been indefinitely suspended, cancelled, removed from print, removed from online viewing, after the writer Matsuki Tatsuya was arrested for allegedly touching several middle school girls. Okay. Now, I'm happy to talk about this as least as possible. The issue Mm. here is... Matsuki reportedly told police there's generally nothing incorrect with their accusations. Oh, oh. No, oh um, my. Yeah. Now, <laughs> j- just just to clarify, um, this was on, a, on the streets. He apparently rode past people and touched them. So we're, we're not... It's, it's still bad, yeah. but it's, you know, it... From some of the stuff we've heard recently, we, it could be a lot... Yeah, you're right. A, a lot more confronting. It's more the whole thing of, like, uh, an, uh, a manga just being erased like that. Yeah, and that that's kind of the thing. So he's not the only writer. This is a two-person team working on this manga, and the manga itself is actually quite nice. Um, it's about um, a girl who's an actress in high school who makes her big break, but her method acting is becoming a danger to herself, and it's about how the family and friends around them her support her. It's how she learns to deal with her own, you know, mental conditions as well, like you know, her looking after her mental health. Oh wow, so, um, that it, actually sounds really it, heavy. It sounds, it really, sounds really good. Yeah, it, it sounds like something that a lot of people could relate to and might mm. need that assistance in exactly. like coping with. Talking what about mental going health through. is something you don't see a lot in manga. Yeah, it isn't, and it was nominated for Kadansha's forty third annual manga awards last year so it's good yeah it's it's good it's not just something throw away and it's only been running for two years but all existing volumes of the manga have been pulled from print in japan and around the world any planned future volumes tie-in stories goods related series all cancelled right so it's been a full cancellation and don't get me wrong like it the way this has been reported it's it feels like this behavior as far as the publishers goes is warranted but it is also a shame that it means for the other writer who's done nothing wrong yeah. to to our knowledge you know a project that he's passionate about is you know 
essentially blacklisted around yeah, the world. This now. sounded like a big deal thing. It's just I, I wonder where that guy's going to go from here. I feel bad for the other mm. parts yeah. of the company. Let's, uh, I want to look up his name and like find out what else he's done soon. Mm, absolutely. Um, but onto something a bit more positive and something that is going to make so positive. Um, yes. There is a upcoming gymnastics anime by Studio Mapper. I ah, screamed so loud when excited. I saw this. Oh yeah. my goodness. <laughs> I like, sorry, I'm just like, I'm taking over this segment. <laughs> Please. Hello. Take it. Yours. Did someone say Studio Mappa? I'm here. <laughs> um, so I, I love almost everything that Mappa's ever done. Mm. Uh, Yuri and Ice being the big one that this would be similar to in the fact that it is a. Um, uh, emotional story. It looks like it's quite a drama that has a sports focus uh, as, as the base to springboard the story off, um, focusing on male sports again, like uh, the male ice skating that was here mm. in ice. We're looking at gymnastics now. Um, it's got the same, some people from Dotoro and also some people who worked on Zombieland Saga. So Pre- other pretty much the whole Mappa head people. honcho team from Zombieland yeah. Saga. Yeah, it's like this is a pretty High big name list. And list. the trailer is just... Oh, it's beautiful. Wow. It's, it, the lighting, the movement. The lighting is so pure looking. The movement is so smooth. It is. It's, you can tell they've ah. done the research for this like they did with Yuri on Ice. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it looks really beautiful. I wouldn't even call this research. I'd call this practically obsessive. The way yeah. that it just captures... Just the fluid motion mm. of a dismount from the... Re- uh, I don't even really know much about gymnastics, but this looks so it just, amazing. It just looks gorgeous. And I think maybe even just from, I guess, 2016 to now, that that time to work and polish on that animation from mm. Yuri and Ice, which already looked really good mm-hmm. to this, is just nuts. So, uh, yeah, the um, gymnastics anime, I'm so excited. So um, it's um, Tell a, us more, It's please. called Gymnastics Samurai. Um, it's a completely original story, so uh, similar to Yuri on Ice when it doesn't actually have that focus on um, uh, source material to go from. Um, it's on October 10 in the upcoming anime season, and it reunites Ooh. the Zombieland Saga team, director Shimizu Hisatoshi, script supervisor, uh, Murakoshi Shigeru and character designer Fukugawa Kasumi. Um, the original story is being penned by someone called Snack Mary. Um, okay. I've done a fair bit of googling. I have no idea who this person is Maybe or if it's, it's a, a group. Could or... be, yeah, could be a completely new pen name. We've come across people like this, like uh, Monkey Punch, people who <laughs> just have these strange <laughs> names. I, the... I, I love how Yaren, you're just like. Ah, oh, yes, monkey punch. Ah, <laughs> oh, reminds me of the good old days in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look, th- this is um, this looks amazing. The story is set back in 2002. In oh. um, This was back when Japan's gymnastics, uh, men's gymnastics team was actually doing really well on the international stage. And it focuses on Shotaro Arakagi, and he's the former Japanese team member who's invo- devoted his entire life to gymnastics, and he's no longer able to compete to his level of expectations. Well, that... that- actually raises a question so this is set back in time and during a, a sort of period where this was all up front on the world stage mm. so will the characters be based on actual individuals well, we don't know yet and that's kind of the thing like um intriguing obviously when you are doing something which is using real people's name you've got to be very careful of course, um, yeah. with you know if, if if it goes down like you know the um storyline from yuri on ice or anything similar you've got to be very careful how you represent those people so yeah. mm. it could be inspired say, by the, exactly. the members for example yeah yeah. Yeah. But um, essentially, despite his strenuous daily training, day after day, he's advised to retire by his coach. And he's then has a certain encounter which alters his fate. And you know, guys, just like you're in ice, it feels real gay. There's this male rival. Oh, oh man. You're looking oh, forward geez. to this, aren't you? 
Well, yeah, I actually. Um, You've got the yaoi goggles on already. Yaoi goggles <laughs> goggles also. But like, have you ever taken those off? No. <laughs> the goggles they do nothing. They look. I wear glasses daily. Um, but even as like like a complete cyber from the fact that I love sports anime generally, like I love you know Haikyuu, mm. Ace of Diamond, all that jazz. I love male centric uh, boys love stories that are actually wholesome. Yeah. Wow. Um, but who would have thought? Studio Mapper, love that. And I'm an ex gymnast, so. Oh. Wowee. Yeah. Um, See, rhythm, I, I, rhythmic gymnastics, not artistic, but. Uh, uh, so yeah. I did gymnastics in like yeah one or two I think and I was terrible I broke my nose I think oh. I did so gymnastics <laughs> once no. I literally fell on my face oh, yeah. um, so. and then I broke my nose several other times in life so I think it's gone back to where it's meant to be now it looks fine unlike this show exactly I'm so keen I'm so excited it's going to ah. be good alright well on to our third topic of discussion that's decadence again uh, we are talking about this almost every episode and I do apologise for anyone who's it sick is, of us talking about decadence Pretty standout it's for just this so season, different. honestly. It really is. But here's the thing: director Tachikawa Yuzuru did an "Ask Me Anything" on Reddit this week. It oh. was set up by Funimation. There's some really interesting takeaways from it. So, firstly, he was actually worried about how that episode two would be received, considering the art style completely shifts. I mean, fair. And considering yeah. the story it completely does a shifts, U-turn, like, mm. wildly. So, um, that is. He, he said the design of the cyborgs are extremely cute and for audiences used to seeing traditional anime expressions, I was concerned they may not accept the designs. And as far as the plot goes, I knew we had to reveal it at episode two, so I was confident. Um, but it was, you know, cons- that concern around, obviously, that very big paradigm shift from the style of what you're watching. You're going from, you know, Wit Studio, Mapper style, like big action, Shonen yeah, style. It feels to- like you know Titan exactly what you're going to get with yeah. it. It's just going to mm. follow very well, similar I'm, I'm avoiding notes. saying Attack on Titan because the amount of people who are voting at one star on uh, my oh, anime really? list after watching only episode one That's and going, so it's an Attack on Titan club. Don't, guys. It's Watch so four episodes. That will give you everything you need to know. Three episode treatment. We covered well, this rule. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we, we did. But also, um, like, if you don't like something, you know you can just walk away. Yeah. Wild concept. I know. You don't have to, like, ruin it for other people. Yeah. Ugh, whatever. But for, for those who aren't aware, um, Tachikawa Yuzuru is the mind behind Mob Psycho 100. Mm-hmm. So he's got a pretty he's got a pretty good back uh, catalogue of experience and stuff. Um, but there was also something that really caught my eye from this. Mm-hmm. Wreck-It Ralph. What? What? Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Okay. Regarding the origin, a lot of our meetings kept mentioning the movie Wreck-It Ralph. We loved the visuals of many characters coming together from different IPs to fight against something greater. You could call that the origin or basis of inspiration for this project. What? Excuse you and your entire genre. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no, no, it makes I, sense. Because like, yeah. remember how like they had that whole meeting ground in the middle of Wreck-It Ralph, like the power board? Yeah. That and, was cute. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But, and like, so and like... Coming from the different games. Yeah. Yeah. And like a lot of the characters in those games were cute little like Qbert and stuff. Mm. Yeah. So that's quite similar to the cyborg designs. Mm-hmm. And I guess like Vanellope had that thing where she was kind of like a glitch in the game. She's a glitch mm. and the a main bug. character is yep. a glitch. Yeah. Now we were discussing this a bit earlier, oh you and I was and I was and I was like, I want you to guess what he thought what he took from Record Ralph. And you were immediately like, Oh, it's gotta be the bug, it's gotta be the glitch idea, yeah. you know, they're a glitch in the system. No, he never mentions it not once. <laughs> well, I, kn- I know. Right. The funny the thing f- is, when you mentioned the bugs, 
my brain didn't think of the glitch bugs. It thought of the bugs from the, the space game. game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, like how the bugs like adapt when they get into the candy game. And, oh, yeah, they kind of have like that buggish vibe to the <laughs> monsters. Like, I can kind of see that. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I so, am a little bit mind blown. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised, Kenny. I'm taking a break. <laughs> All right. So, look, the, a couple of other interesting things. The cyborg world was designed with a Western aesthetic in mind, which is why it has that very different that. look. Yeah. Um, the power board, really. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kabaragi's early design looks like Doc from Back to the Future. Great Scott. Um, they then actually decided to completely change his design language oh, to make him a handsome man. No, I'm sad. I kind of wish he looked I like know, Doc. I know. It would have been great. <laughs> um, and the Marty, pet- we have to fight these monsters. Marty. <laughs> <laughs> I would oh, Kabaragi's pet pipe is actually based <laughs> on a whale. Yeah, I can see that. The yeah. moment I saw this, based on a beluga whale, you're like, oh, it's exactly what it looks like. It's because yeah. it's got the big forehead. Yeah. Mm. Except that it's, you know, a bit more like Torkoal, the Pokemon, where it's got a, f- instead of, you know, yeah. popping uh, <laughs> water out of its spout, it seems to be steam. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I know that's a very niche reference, but <laughs> most Pokemon players will get it, so whatever. <laughs> As a pro Pokemon player, <laughs> just putting down my little notch here, <laughs> Torkoal shoots smoke out of its back. Cool. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, At least geez. I'm not alone. Um, right. So it's, of course, time to talk about the latest Rona news. And to start off with, there's been a couple of odd infections in Japan. Uh, the guitarist of J-Rock band Flow has oh. tested positive for COVID-19. No. This is following a streamed live concert on August 17th where there was no audience. This Ooh. was They went to the venue. They had the roadies and the venue staff there help them set up and do the live show mm. and stream it out to their audience. There was no one really that he should have come in contact Maybe's with not properly cleaning something to the rest of the band have all tested negative oh so dear. no one knows where it's come so from it travels through the else. internet now <laughs> no, no no um so you might know the band um they're quite well known in japan and they've also performed many anime ops including for naruto code gears and seven deadly sins as well so it's nuts um, everything that we've heard from them is that he's in, in good condition and he's in self-isolation at home. He's not at a health risk. So that's the good news. That's, that's good. good. So that's he's going with the flow? Yeah, he's going oh with the flow. <laughs> uh, I told you Aaron would be proud of the dad jokes I was making. Um, there's also been a small COVID outbreak discovered at the official Pokemon Center no. in Hiroshima, the Pokemon store oh, there. Yeah. Um, the store has been temporarily closed after some staff tested positive last week. Get repels going. Get yeah, rid of that need a lot of repel. <laughs> Antidotes. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's also been another anime delay due to the upcoming uh, due to the virus and this is with the upcoming fantasy su- series and I mentioned this it's a long name take a deep breath before you say it suppose a kid from the last dungeon boonies moved to a starter town so that's now releasing in January instead of October. I don't know if it's an isekai or if it's, it's just a fantasy isekai. one. It's an isekai, of course it is. Well, I yeah. expect if he did, he'd be so, sort of semi-overpowered and be exist as sort of like a fish-out-of-water story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds about right. Can yeah. someone, can I just like get Japan on the phone and be like, hello, hello, Mr. Anime, this is me, this is me, Loz. i just like you to let, just let you know, you can have shorter titles <laughs> for you and you can actually just call them like maybe one or two words. Something kind of punchy. Naruto. Works. Everyone knows how to say it. Dragon Ball Z. Code You don't need to say the entire thing in the title. The and then they would respond, hmm, I don't understand your question. Can you phrase it in the form of a long anime title? <laughs> Laura doesn't think that you should put your anime title in all one word. 
and in caps, I the don't Isekai story. <laughs> I don't understand the dialect. <laughs> now, um, so we've got some bad news if you live in New York. Um, both New York Comic Con and yeah. Anime NYC 2020 are cancelled. Um, both events are planned to hold some form of digital event in That's the coming good. months. But it's not all bad. We do have some good updates. There have been a flood this fortnight, actually. So, delayed... There's a flood too? Mm, yeah. Uh, no. Oh, delayed no. Anime Idol. bingo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I still have uh, Zombie Apocalypse coming for end of the year. Like, Alien Godzilla. Invasion. Oh, Godzilla would be good. Yeah. Godzilla, yeah. Um, Godzilla, um, Godzilla. Now, delayed Idol Anime, Dropout Idol Fruit Tart, will be heading to screens on October 12th after being pushed back from this season. Mm-hmm. Similarly, the new Higurashi <gasps> series will debut on October yes. 1st and its yes. 14th episode yes. will screen in January. So it looks like it might actually be a two-core production. I hope so. Let's hope it covers the whole story, everyone. Mm. Now, in the cinemas, Studio Bones' upcoming heartfelt anime film, Josie the Tiger and the Fish, that's going to be heading to the big screens on Christmas, December 25 in Japan, mm. after missing its summer release. And compilation film Happy Go Lucky Days has announced a new release date of October 23rd after its initial release on May 8 was cancelled. What is it a compilation of? It's a compilation of stories exploring love in Japan. Aww. Mm. That sounds yeah. lovely. But I believe it might be a little bit raunchy. So, oh, that sounds like hey. lovely. <laughs> and <laughs> some great <laughs> news <laughs> if somehow any of us end up in Japan this year. No. If you are travelling, let us know in the comments. We'd love to know how you managed to get a, a part. <laughs> are you, know, you swimming in. across uh, the <laughs> Have you got a boat? Can we buy a seat? Like, Purely for statistical <laughs> reasons, we're not, not trying to copy you. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Um, the Ghibli Museum plans to reopen its doors to the public again in September. Be Haven't nice. been closed since February. Oh, so fantastic. Oh, so I should go there now that I understand everything? Yeah. Yes. You're actually, you can, you can show, actually, I've got my stamp card. I've seen these movies. I'm actually allowed in now. <laughs> I would so love if they would do that. <laughs> Excuse me. I can see here that you have not seen Grover the Fireflies. If you could come back. This, section is, no, this section is off limits to you. You haven't seen Grave the Fireflies. You're, you're done. No more. I mean, that's not a bad idea, but also gatekeeping's bad. Gatekeeping's yeah. bad. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it kind of inspires. But the jokes, guys. The yeah. jokes. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Look, we need to talk about... Happy things. Well, are you ready? Because it's been a big fortnight of news and I'm probably going to run out of breath doing this. Um, Here's what's been making headlines the past two weeks. Well, well-known anime and manga piracy sites Kiss Anime and Kiss Manga have been shut down this week, with both sites now only showing a message stating all files were taken down by copyright owners and that the site will be closed forever. It's the latest anime piracy site to be forcibly shut down, with some community staff members stating the site is gone for good. What's been dubbed the Australian Manga Saga has continued, with Australia's Classifications Board banning the sale and import of the first, second and ninth volumes of the No Game No Life light novel series, due to being refused classification. The novel series were submitted to the Classifications Board for assessment, along with a number of manga franchises, after a politician raised concerns some series were depicting child exploitation and concerning themes. Onto the small screen, and announcements and release dates for several new seasons have been made this past fortnight. Boys Volleyball Anime Haikyuu will see its fourth season return on October 2nd, with episodes 14 to 25 having been delayed since July. Slice of Life series is The Order of Rabbit is receiving a third season come October, with most of the production staff returning for the project. Last season's mobile game come anime, Princess Connect Redive has also announced a second season is in the works over at CY Games Pictures, but there's no release date announced as of yet. 
And good news for fans of Kyoto Animation and Dragon Maids, a second season of Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid is in the works at KyoAni, the 2021 release on the cards at this stage. Onto the silver screen and there's more good news. Gintama's upcoming anime film The Final has been giving a January 8 premiere date, with the film's tagline promising that this film is the finale for real this time. The manga has inspired several anime series over the years, with over 360 total episodes released so far. Fans of swimming anime Free will see its latest film hit cinemas sometime in 2021. The film was delayed in November 2019 following a fire at the Kyoto Animation Studios, with the film staff assuring fans they're making a film that will meet their expectations. And an independent anime film is heading to cinemas on September 25th, and it's been created completely remotely during the pandemic. Mouse Man will focus on the story of a mouse cyborg hero, created by director Ito Pierre, with a runtime of 52 minutes. Minutes. Checking in on the streaming services and High Divers added retro classics Demon City Shinjuku and Wicked City to its catalogue with both dubs and subs available. The dub of Demon Girl Next Door will also land on the service on August 27th. Over on Netflix, The Promised Netherland is being added to the catalogue in the US, Canada and Latin America on September 1st and the new Pokemon Journey series will join it 10 days later. Still with Netflix, the first 14 episodes of Wit Studio's new original anime, The Great Pretender, are now available to stream internationally on the service, with the series also receiving an English dub which is in the works. The series will also see its fourth case land on the streaming giant on September 12th in Japan, and features episodes 15 to 23 of the new original crime series. Over on the bookshelves and The Promised Netherland is getting a new chapter as part of an exhibit in Tokyo this year. The Promised Netherland special exhibition event will run from December 11th through to January 11th in Tokyo and will have a 19-page chapter published at the event. New supernatural manga Undead Unluck has taken out the top prize at the 2020 Sugini Kuru Manga Taisho Up and Coming Manga Awards. The series follows a woman cursed with unluck who brings misfortune to all who touch her and a man who cannot die. Together, they fight crime. And baseball manga Mix will return in November after going on hiatus in May due to the coronavirus preventing its team from working together. In dub news, English dubs are on the way at Crunchyroll for God of High School, the second season of ReZero, Rent-A-Girlfriend and Monster Girl Next Door, with them all landing on the service in the following month. At Funimation, Kakushi Goto's dub will start airing this week, as will their dub of the Persona 5 anime, with the game's cast reprising their roles. Sentai Filmworks have announced an English dub for quick-witted comedy series Wasteful Days of High School Girls is also in production. And that's your anime news for the week ending August 23rd, 2020. Kawaii Fire Radio. I think I watched that as a kid. Oh yeah, I remember that. Back catalogue. Getting that funky groove on. It's time to go in the back catalogue, and we're talking about Natsume's Book of Friends. Yay. Which, uh, Laws, this was your uh, big big favourite suggestion for the hot pot this week. Yes, this is where I bring everyone a big, warm cup of like nice green tea. Here you go, Aaron. There you go. You hold this one, and then one for Kenny and no, for no, Kyle. No. <laughs> and then this is this is my happy feel time good show. And it's but just isn't it quite. Like from everything I saw, it's a it's a little bit emotional. It is, and like I like I have some things that I watch when I want to be like kind of overly happy, and then that's what we're talking about later with Kenny's pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the kind of show that just makes me feel calm and just brings me that kind of like mental 
happiness and like peace mm. and stuff like that as well. So like I watch this when I want to feel like a chill vibe. Yeah, that's fair. And I'd be needing a a chill vibe. It's been a year. It's been a year. Yeah, it's fantastic contribution. I hadn't even seen this one. Yeah, same. Yeah. It was one that we missed. But I mean, let's be honest. This came out in 2008, 2008 and back mm. then, like. Oh. There's a lot going on. There was a lot going on. I reckon so, yeah. yeah. That being said, like, I, well, that's, I mean, it took the opportunity to like, spread my Natsume agenda whenever I can and be like, ooh, I have a chance to talk about something. Let's talk about this. No, um, but I mean, that's kind of like the big appeal yeah. of doing a show like this is to actually introduce have something, something new. new. It's, it's actually it. really funny that you mentioned spreading it because I was on my anime list mm. and they were talking about what was your, um, this was on their Facebook page, mm-hmm. what is your favorite hidden classic? Yes. And and the this amount of people mentioning Natsume's Book of Friends, Yay. I was so surprised. It's wow. like there's a secret club. Mm-hmm. There is a club. You guys are now part of it. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your jackets are on the way. Um, <laughs> the re- another thing with this as well, like I think maybe it just didn't come to uh, maybe Australian anime fans that much because mm. it didn't get a release here, uh-huh. whereas it did get the release in America. But um, I always find it quite surprising when people didn't know about this show because it won like a lot of awards, like a lot of fan awards as well. Yeah. Like it consistently got like eights and nines ten kind of ratings on mal and it really shows and by it, the way. it is oh, yeah. and it's it's got like really high quality voice actors and yeah so it's kind of surprising that it uh, people haven't heard of it yeah. um but eh, whatever <laughs> you've heard of it now you've now heard of it <laughs> would you uh go ahead and tell us a story okay mm-hmm. if you insist now i've written kind of a like a big synopsis because i feel like you do need to understand a bit of the background of the character so bear with me mm-hmm. so the series is about natsume who is an orphan teenage boy who can see spirits or yokais or demons or whatever you want to call them but i'll refer to them as spirits for now uh think about um kind of like spirit away kind of demons yokai um, and he inherits from his grandmother, his late grandmother who has passed away, this notebook called the Book of Friends. She's used it to bind all these spirits uh, basically to the notebook and she kind of controls them in, in, in not like a malicious way. If anything, um, when you see flashbacks of the grandmother, it's like she's she's kind of making friends with these spirits by kind of binding them to this book. And when he gets this book and he finds it and he sees it and he's like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Like, what do I do with this? Um, Natsume has always been able to see spirits from a very young age, but of course no one else can. And it's really uh, alienated him as a person. And as someone who lost his parents at a really young age, he moves around all these foster families. He's never really had that connection to humans or yokai. And then through this book of friends, starts meeting all of the spirits in his new hometown that he's in and starts to find this kind of found family Mm. and meets all these new people, has these new experiences. And it's about him kind of learning to love life a lot more. And that's Mm. why I just think this is such a beautiful show. It definitely is. Now, one of the things that I love about this is the cat spirit. Yay! Uh, Madara, who's also known as Nyanko Sensei, but I discovered something. I discovered a couple of things. So, so everyone <laughs> understands. No, this is funny. Um, Madara was sealed in a shrine until he was accidentally released by Natsume, and that happens in the first episode mm-hmm. in literally the first 10 minutes. He's a big wolf demon. Yeah. Because Madara was trapped in a material for so long, he ordinarily takes on the shape of a lucky cat. People can see him in his cat form, but not his Inugami spirit form. Inugami is a dog god. Mm. Mm-hmm. A dog god turns into the lucky cat. <laughs> yep. And yep. he's like this big fat cat. Yep. And he's just, he's got such a dorky face with such an 
manly voice. I know, it's so good. <laughs> he's so cute. And despite, you know, always saying, oh, I'm not a cat, he loves playing with cat toys, so go mm. figure. Yeah. Um, fun fact, though, Nyanko's design is based on a lucky cat statue uh, the author, Mirokawa, was given as a child, and Aww. she used that as the inspiration for the colouring and for how he would look. That's, That's so lovely. sweet. Mm, which and is really good. Nyanko-sensei uh, hangs around Natsume as, like, his bodyguard. He's like, I want to... I want the book of friends because I want to be able to control these spirits. And Natsume's like, nah, I'd actually like to start releasing the spirits. They and seem to have this. Uh, they seem to have this argument of like which one of them is like the one in command and which one's the pet. <laughs> <laughs> I love <laughs> that so much. And then you just you know get a little piece of catnip and throw it to Nyanko Sensei. And he's like, oh okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he starts hanging around Natsume and they really form this this quite. It's quite a loving bond. It's really very mm. sweet, um, and it's just a very soft. Sometimes slow pace, sometimes quite, um, quite action focused uh, show that just really goes quite a lot of places. Yeah, the tone seems to shift on that because the mm. uh, yokai themselves they are a very kind of a fascinating kind of culture and breed. They are very detached from humans and don't really understand them. And occasionally they are very, very courteous, very, very uh, pleasant. Mm. But other times they are downright homicidal and actually <laughs> dangerous. Yes. Yeah. And so it's like. When you're coming to another episode, you don't know, oh, is this going to be something nice where they're just sort of like, you know, funny and quirky? Or is this going to be something that's going to try to tear out Natsume's soul? It's yeah. just like, what you the heck is going to happen you next? You never know. You never know. And I think like one of the other reasons why I really like this show is when it came out and when I started watching it, it was um, I was having a hard time with my mental health and really seeing Natsume come into himself and learn more about himself and kind of grow into his personality and meeting new people and you know coming to terms with his new foster parents was really beautiful and mm. how he accepts all the other yokai is really just lovely i was gonna say aaron i think you ended up watching a you smashed lot it. of you this. loved yeah. it that made me so happy i watched a whole three seasons of it and honestly when i started i was like oh this looks like it's a pokemon thing like oh he's gonna go around and like Collecting. oh i release you kappa i release you kind of a monster spirit. of the week thing yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but it turned into something completely different and it was, I, I, okay. I said earlier, I'm very emotionally shut off. There were a few episodes like Loz was like, oh yeah, just watch like five episodes. You'll be fine. The sixth episode ruined me. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I was emotionally distraught and I was like, oh, I need a break, but I need to watch this so that I'm ready. Yeah. And honestly, get ready for episode six of it if you're going <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Now, this anime has six seasons, 12 episodes. Hashtag a six pop. seasons of a movie. Yep, and a movie. And six OVAs, which takes it to a grand total of 80 episodes and a film. Woo. And that's run from 2008 to 2018. Um, fun fact, though, the manga started in 2005. It's still going. 25 volumes. Whoa. Seriously? Yep. And that's the manga created by Minorokawa Yuki. When I started watching this, I was really quite surprised because, I mean, admittedly it is an older series, especially that first season. Mm. But the art style was so beautiful. It still manages to hold up. Like, I remember when I was rewatching recently, obviously, mm. for the show, and the opening kind of, you can tell it's a bit old. Mm -hmm. It kind of looks a little janky. But in the actual series itself, the backgrounds are so beautifully detailed and just the way that they do even just like wind and just like the most simple kind of just little things around in the, in the animation. It just, it hasn't changed. It's mm. timeless. Yeah. And the watercolored backgrounds yeah, are just, it's just stunning. It's so fantastic. Beautiful. It's everything about it seems to have this sort of like old kind of uh, handcrafted feel to it. Somewhere. Very traditional. Mm. Mm. And I feel like you get that with the yokai as well, with that kind of traditional feeling and the fact that it's set in the countryside, the Japanese countryside, you get, that kind of 
homey kind of feeling, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Like oh. homies or homies. No, no, this isn't gang warfare. Oh. <laughs> Yo, okay, what's up, warfare. my only homies? <laughs> oh, that was terrible. Hit me later. Yep, uh, Kenny's now launching a J-rap career. Um, we'll see how that goes in the next episode. Um, you can catch almost all of this on Crunchyroll now. It's first four seasons. First, well, first four seasons, but depending on region, different regions have <gasps> them listed under different names. Whoa. But in Crunchyroll in Thank the States, Vivian. season one, two, and three are considered a season one. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh. then they go straight to season four as a separate one. Season five is a separate one. Season six is a separate one. Wow. No explanation why. That's a bit Whatever odd. Whatever works, I guess. Yep, yep. yep. And for some reason in Australia, five oh. and six are not on the list. Actually, you want to know why? Why? Because the studio changed. Oh. So um, season one to four is brain space. Mm. And then um, five and six and the movie are Studio Shuka, oh, which yeah. I have never heard of. But um, mm-hmm. that's yeah, that's probably why. So it's different yeah. licensing. Yeah, that'd be about right. Um, but if if you're in pretty much any English speaking territory, Crunchyroll you go to. Um, I believe it's Crunchyroll as well for most of Europe. Um, but have a look online. You d- definitely find it out in your local ones. Yeah, please um, give it a try. It, it's definitely worth a good look. It's going to leave you feeling. It's You're going to be feeling it's very nice. Especially episode so six. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to drop it because, ah, oh, my heart. <laughs> yeah, I just, it was. I don't know. Like, some things like the next two uh, series we're going to talk about are just so poppy and happy. Mm. But this is the payoff of mm. this. The bittersweet payoff is just worth it. Well, it's... we'll be right back after this, but we're going to dip, 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 dip into the future. Wi Fi Radio. And now for our feature presentation. Now featuring. We haven't used that sting in so long, I completely forgot what it was. <laughs> I was like, where is this going? Oh, that's right. Um, we're talking Digimon Adventure. Uh, she's going to dig your up, damn it. <laughs> okay, so this is my contribution. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, it's also mine, which is why we only have three. Oh. oh. Yes, teamwork. <laughs> Are we digi destined? Prodigious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, in case you weren't aware, Digimon has relaunched. It has it's a complete, a complete reboot of the original series set in a modern setting. Started this year. Um, got 10 episodes out at the moment. 11. 11, sorry. 11th just landed. And it's great. It's so good. I, I was really surprised because if you if anyone watched the original Digimon series or you know any of the ones that followed oh, on yeah, from I it. Yeah, I watched the original yeah. and I saw bits of the you, other ones. You remember it was quite childish. Oh. It was very yeah. kid orientated. Yeah. This it's it's no MA, but this one definitely is a more mature approach. It has well, greater stakes by mm. the feel of it. The difference is they're actually fleshing out the characters this time. Last oh, time huge. it was like <laughs> you've got six Digidestin, go! They're just gonna fight stuff and that's episode to episode. Whereas mm. this they're like like each of the kids has their own personality, their own traits, and so do the Digimon. Mm. I guess that's what we expect as viewers of any animation, anime, anime, or animation, Western animation as well. Is we expect good characters like Avatar: mm. The Last Airbender really oh. set the bar for yeah. you can't just have week to week fighting anymore. People don't care, kids don't care. You yeah. need characters that people can relate to. Well, I mean that was actually one of the things which caused the downfall of the first season of um, Ranma Half. Um, Ranma was cancelled. What really? Th- th- this I is a, this is this is not a well known fact. Ranma no. was cancelled after the first season and relaunched um, because they got sick of different martial art every week for that first season. Aww. Yeah, it was uh, it was going with the whole monster of the week format that was like so famous by Sailor Moon and stuff like that. Yeah, so after that, um, 
the author, uh, Ryuko, was like, no, um, we, we're, we're doing this again and took it to a different studio. Oh, wild. Um, and then they continued it from ta- taking off from there. So there's uh, the first episode of season two has that flashback. This is a similar principle where they've went, we need to have that strong character development. And if, if you saw any of the later Digimon series, I think it was the third season had a kid who had obsessive compulsive disorder. The Takuta? Yeah. Um, and they did, yeah. yeah. They, they explored little bits and pieces of it, but never to the full extent. It was a single episode confined one. Mm-hmm. With the current Digimon, those character traits are throughout the whole, the yeah. whole They're like everything actual we've people. seen. They're actual people, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, what they've done is, like, they did a lot of character development in Digimon Try, mm. which honestly is a lot more like Digimon Cry with how they flesh the characters <laughs> out. <laughs> like, oh, man. You're just going to cry for all three of those. Yeah. Uh, lo- or if you watch it as a series, all of it. Yeah, so. no, Digimon Try is an emotional wow. Mm. Um, whereas this Digimon Adventure 2020, they've gone, okay, we acknowledge these character traits, but they're still younger, so it's mm. still, like, an early version of them. Yeah. Like, in Try... Joe is obsessed with getting into university. Like, mm. he drops being a digi-dested altogether. Everyone's like, oh, the world's ending. We need to save it. And he's like, no, I've got to go to university. Entrance exams. Entrance exams. Yes. <laughs> Which is more important, the survival of the world or the entrance exams? You don't want me to answer that question. <laughs> well, yeah, because, like, Joe's looking at the big picture. He's yeah. like, saving the world isn't going to get me a job down the line. Uh, I mean, okay, well, so <laughs> I mean, the job needs to yeah, exist. Surely that gives you yeah. celebrity status, at least. <laughs> well, his family's all doctors. Yeah. yeah. So Family he needs pressure. that. He yeah. kind of sort of, like, embodies the whole Japanese work ethic in that way. Yeah. Mm. Joe really does in particular because, like, he... They find him, like, because they find all of the characters individually and they sort of, mm. like, introduce them individually and you get to know them as characters that way. It's so weird. Um, they find him on the beach with Gomamon, who's his Digimon partner, who is adorable. Mm. I uh, love Gomamon. He's amazing. And Joe is just on the beach in this little shack studying for his cram. Like, <laughs> he's studying and studying and studying. And they're like, hey, we need to get across this river. Can we use your help? And he's like, no, I've got to study. Oh, why are you even? Well, I need to study for my exams. Wait, I'm confused. Is this try or is this new adventure? This is new the Digimon. new adventure. Yeah, oh, adventures wow. where they're in okay. like, um, Yeah, I didn't so see try. So Kashiro is in year four at this point, yeah. and the main, uh, most of the main kids are year six or five. Yeah, wow. well, Joe's the oldest. Joe's the yes. oldest. Yeah, and so he uses that to try and take control and be the leader. He's like, oh yeah, I'll become the leader, and everyone's oh, like, interesting. Uh, no. Good try. Excuse me, you're the glasses character. Yeah. You're second at best. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, no, you're, you're meant to be there to lift your glasses to your nose and go, Shwing. indeed. <laughs> well, also his character's very like emotionally insecure and he's like, oh, I don't know if we should do this. It's, uh, I don't know if it's sort of like a segue, but it's the character designers as well. They have maintained cohesion. They look yeah. it looks the pretty, same. pretty much exactly oh, yeah. the same oh, to how they dot were. Dot for dot, I swear. Yeah. But so good. the animation quality is completely uh, I, I, modernized. I was, was going to say, that's kind of something that really surprised me. The Some of the fights uh, in particular and the way they're shot and the way the cities are done almost reminds me of a bright, happy Neon Genesis. It's a really weird sentence to say. I was just thinking that, yes. It's a really weird thing to say because um, (laughs) those first three episodes, they serve as like the big introduction. They Mm. introduce you to Taichi and Yamato in the network and they've got to stop as... Let's be honest. Stakes are high here. The final art, a nuke is on its way to Tokyo. Straight off the bat. Just straight off the bat. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Nuclear missile coming to Tokyo. And they're like, ah. 
Should we do something about that? It's episode one. Aren't we supposed to get into this in episode three? Episode one is the entire city's power grid goes berserk. The trains start accelerating on the circle network and about to crash into each other. And Taichi's mum and his little sister are on one of these trains. Aren't they like... Ten? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. you say that. So when Kashi- somebody think of Kashiro, the children. Kashiro is totally OP. He is the computer guy. And oh, he's yeah. sitting there, he's like, I'm in grade four, but I've hacked into the Pentagon. He's <laughs> like, run that by me again, please. I mean, they are digi destined. It doesn't just mean nothing. Yeah. By the way, if you're wondering, Kashiro is Izzy if you're used to the English. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just 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 to cover that one. Now that this is actually something that I really appreciate. They haven't skimped on the science stuff. They've there's uh, an EMP and they explain it. They explain what nice. an igne- electromagnetic pulse still is. Four kids, maybe. Oh, I think well, this was not, not as in older. four kids, the studio, four but kids. four That's... children. Um, <laughs> but nice I, mean, I mean, come on, it's Digimon, like yeah. they're not going to go too deeply into it. Um, but it's nice that they're not completely ignoring reality either. Yeah. Like if your character is suddenly flying in the real world, we got some issues here because yeah. that doesn't really gel with the real world and it takes you out of the moment. They've made the law and they've talked about it and made sure that people understand yeah. the yeah. limitations. Well, one of the super important things is they've come to realise that time goes faster in the digital world yep. than it does in the real world. So that gives them more time to deal with the real world stakes, which is a blessing in all honesty. Mm-hmm. Should just, so he should just go study, Joe should go study in the digi world and then he's got more time. Yes. That's actually really Hacked. smart. Yeah. They, see, I'm digi destined. Someone gives one right now. <laughs> yeah, so he gives up digi destined. He should have stayed digi destined and just studied in the... Ah! Yep, yep. <laughs> but what, what I do have to say is like, I didn't, um, I completely forgot about the time difference thing because I rewatched the first three episodes and they're talking in real time to Kashiro outside it. So, really? Yeah. Because, like, I, I thought the trains were fairly close to colliding when he went in. Yeah. And then, like, time slowed down substantially, which gave him the time to manage everything efficiently. Yeah, but Kashiro was guiding him through it essentially as, like, um, oh, what's Batman's? Alfred? Late- well, Lady in the Ear. Uh, Oracle. Like oh, Oracle, yes. where, you know, giving that directions and information. Yeah. Um, and that that was kind of a bit like, you know, he sent them the location of where the issue is, um, but you could hear him in real time. So they're going, hmm. I mean, uh, let, let's be honest, this Digimon, we could like... Yeah. We could yeah. speculate <laughs> we, we on could the speculate, but they probably haven't bothered. Dimensions in space. But does it spark joy? It sparks so much so joy. Much joy. <laughs> the Digivolutions. Oh. oh, I feel like a kid again watching it. it That's is. what you want. Like my, my show is like bittersweet and yours is like bringing that just like... Old school, so old school nostalgia and then Kenny's show is just the best oh, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's, I wasn't like so into Digimon because I don't think I saw enough of it when I was a kid I was a bit more into Pokemon it's sort of yeah same would you mm. call it it's I was a Pokemon oh yeah well yeah, especially in western culture those two were competing yeah. quite a bit I mean it was mostly competing on toy sales more than anything yeah. Yeah. yeah well Digimon's toys were a bit more expensive which meant parents went for the uh, I mean yeah, yeah I guess $2 pack of cards $80 Digimon yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I remember there was like a transforming Greymon. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. You can oh, still man. get those. It's Agumon into like Greymon and then War Greymon and it's oh. dope and cool. This See, thing really does just bring back every childhood memory. But he- here's also the other thing as well. Like for $80, you could get one of the actual Pokemon games. You Alternatively, you could get the Digimon mini device and it would turn into a poop. <laughs> yeah. Every time. But that's one of the special ones. I know that's what I'll Sukumon. pick, sir. I always got Sukumon. I never got past the second evolution. It was always Sukumon, and it was just looking sickly at me and sad. 
And I cared for it so much. You guys are, you guys are bad Digimoms. <laughs> are you kidding? Digimoms. <laughs> I love that. Digimoms and Digidads. Yeah. I wanted them to fight my Tamagotchi. <laughs> oh, man, that's a crossover that needs to happen. Just, like, mash them together till so it happens. So it's like Beyblades now. Yeah. Oh. The anime, not so much. Yeah. So the TLDR, Happy Feels. Happy Feels. So many Happy, happy feels. feels. But also um, with more... Yes. Yeah, we, we, with more pretty much everything. That's um, awesome. You can I'm watch, it watch it on Crunchyroll if you're in Australia. And if memory serves me right, I believe it's on Crunchyroll in the US and Crunchyroll slash Funimation in the UK and Europe. Wicked. So it's definitely worth checking out. Um, if you watch the original Digimon or any of the series, it is going to just give you that massive flash of mm-hmm. nostalgia you want. And if you're pretty much new to the series... Oh, you're in for a treat. It's a good oh, yeah. remake. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really well done. Do you need a bowl of cereal to watch it with? Is, like, I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't go astray. It wouldn't go astray. It would feel right. Cocoa Pops? Oh, That'd be so perfect for yes. it, wouldn't it? Fruit I don't think loops. I've had them since I was kids. Oh. No, Fruit Loops are just glorified sugar. Uh, <laughs> aren't all yeah. kids cereals? Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, we should get on to the finale. Woo! And uh, not going to lie, this is a good one. Kawaii Radio. I watched that as a kid. Oh yeah, I remember that. Back catalogue. Well, it wouldn't we wouldn't be doing it right if we didn't immediately do this. Kiss, kiss, fall in love. I've been telling you to watch this one for you years, Kyle. You have for I can't believe years. it took this long. Wait, Wait, really? really? Yeah, I. You said I'm bad with Ghibli. This is <laughs> crucial. I agree. I'm with Aaron. I'm with Aaron. Look, Essential watch. I, I, it's not that I didn't want to watch it, but you know what I'm like. I have so much anime to watch. Yeah, I, I've got the so back catalog is real for Scrap us all. Scrap your back catalog if you haven't seen this. Go watch it now. Oh, yeah. yeah, drop everything right I, now. You need praise. the serotonin that this and show I, brings. I, I'm not gonna lie. So we are talking Oron High School Host Club, and I binged almost 20 episodes in two days. It was really bad. Six to go. Six to go. So, Six to um, go. I'll give you guys the story. A young woman is forced to cross-dress after breaking private property. Uh, um, yeah, I can't, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay, elaborate. I'll elaborate a little bit. Uh, so, there is an uber-rich and just overly ostentatious high school, Oran. Haruhi Fujika is a new transfer student. She's in search of a quiet room to study in. She encounters the host club in what she thought was an abandoned third music room. They are a group of boys who entertain the super rich girls at this school for fun and profit. Profit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, while she is in there, um, she is dressed sort of uh, androgynously, say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They mistake her for a boy. Mm. And she accidentally knocks over a very, very, very expensive vase worth uh, 8 million yen. Yeah, I think it was about 8 million yen. But that was after she got bullied by them. They were kind of like. They were sort of, uh, yeah, they were sort of like being. um, Picking on her for looking shabby because they're such. it's, it's such a rich school with such a huge, prestigious name. Yeah, this is where the millionaires throw their kids to keep them busy. And she's an inverted commas commoner because she's they're on a scholarship because she's super yeah. smart. Mm. Yeah, so like she's like she's bright, she's brilliant, but she's also dressed kind of uh, boyish and mm. can't afford the new school uniform because it's so expensive. Yeah, oh. the, new, the school uniform was like a uh, 
3,000 yen, 30,000 yen, something like that. Oh, it's going to be more than that. Yeah, 30,000, I believe. But so in a series of unfortunate events, she breaks this uber-expensive vase and they determine that she must work it off from them. First working as sort of like their errand boy and then when they discover that she looks rather uh, pretty... She scrubs up pretty good. Yeah, she, she scrubs up, up pretty good, good as a boy for yeah. a girl. Uh, they uh, decide that she must uh, work as a host in their club. She must be requested by the clients. A hundred times. Mm-hmm. And then they keep upping the number. You're never leaving. No. She's a good worker. She's a good worker. And so she must uh, she must work under the auspices of being a boy, pretending to be a boy for all of these girls. And hilarity ensues, naturally. Oh, yeah. Oh, One of the high points for me was the Alice in Wonderland episode. Oh, so oh, cute. That was so th- this is kind of at the midway point of the series, and it's all a dream sequence about her dealing with all the characters and their personalities being attached to characters from Alice in Wonderland. And because it's beautifully done. you do get sort of like an introspection into each one of these different uh, hosts. Each one of them represents kind of like a different... Um, a different type. Yeah. 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 A different archetype that you'd find in sort of like a shoujo reverse harem kind of a book. Well, I mean, this is a shoujo reverse harem. Yeah, and this much. Uh, this series came out, uh, what, like 2005? 2006. Studio Bones, actually. Oh. Um, and with shoujo at the time, uh, particularly a lot of series had that gender bend kind of mm. thing. I remember reading a lot of manga that had a lot of girls dressing as boys and that's how they got you know, became friends with these boys and stuff like that as well. So it's not an uncommon premise. I think this mm. one was pretty much uh, the first really, really um, really comedy-oriented. Yeah, very much Oh, comedy. yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And the, the manga it's based on by uh, Bisco Hattori uh, started in 2002 and ran until 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, do keep in mind that the series doesn't actually cover the whole manga. Like, no, just no, Just like series. many series back mm-hmm. then, they were like, that manga's popular, let's adapt it. Oh, wait, it's not finished yet. You so could just say Full <laughs> They had to sort of like uh, rush... <laughs> <laughs> they had to rush an ending. It was a pretty secure ending. It's pretty good. Yeah. It uh, actually harkens back to the first episode in a few ways. It was um, it wrapped it up in a neat bow, but honestly, there is just so much more to it with the manga. The story develops. It's not like uh, it's not like the one where we mentioned earlier, where it's just sort of like flat character development. No, no. no. I love the diverse group. They've I yes. Mean, let's I talk s- about characters. I, I say diverse, yes. but they're <laughs> unusual characters. So you've got the princely Tamaki Suo. He's the club. Um, president. President. Yes. But in inverted commas. Well, I mean, then yeah, you've got the Shadow King. The cool which, Koya. Yeah, Koya Utari. And the mischievous Hitachin twins. And oh my God, like Karu and Hikaru are just. <laughs> they, oh. are Devilish twins. they are a delight. Well, so I mean, look, full disclosure, like this does play with the idea of boy love. It also really loves to play with the idea of two twin brothers being in love with each other. Okay, okay. They they use it to get the, the, girls. the, the girls to be like, oh mm. my God. So they, they use but it to But there is them. a reason they're so close <laughs> they to have, each other as they well. They have a very, very close relationship. It's more that they just play that up for sort of like the uh, for the business, for fu- the whole fun and profit bit. But mm. we're getting ahead of ourselves because we, we, we didn't really mention, I the guess, others. but they all like, well, yeah, Honey Senpai Amori, of course. Um, the cute and then the tall and dark and mysterious. But um, the whole idea with the host club is, yeah, they'll hang out and people come and request the different types. Mm-hmm. So they come and say, I, I today I want to be served by the princely type that's Tamaki and he's very ov- like over the top and Super roses everywhere and stuff like that as well. And then Honey is like this tiny third year boy who's <laughs> so cute and he the eats cake. And, 
He's adorable. I've got to be honest, like, um, I'm not going to tell you what his unusual quirk is for his other side of life because watching... Don't ruin it. Um, All for one. (laughs) um, (laughs) He's all for one. He's all for one. I Um, am here. um, He's, like, the reveal is too good to ruin. Um, But I love that all of these characters have another side to them other than the character they portray in the club. Yeah, there's a lot of Mm. drama in this show besides the comedy. It actually is really deep, particularly Mm. with Haruhi. She's lost her mum. She talks a lot about her experiences and also why she doesn't really care about gender as a concept. Her home life is just fascinating. Yeah, it's mm. super great. Like, it yeah. is revealed later in the series. But and I, I was not expecting that. And when I put it in the chat, all three of you laughed at me. It's, <laughs> it's so good. It's more sort of like uh, the whole thing about her just sort of like she takes up the mantle of being a boy host very, very easily. She's just, she has no trouble with it at all. And it's like... I don't know. This was like one of the first big animes which I really watched. I watched it with a very good friend of mine, Sarah. But it was sort of like a very nice introduction to the whole like gender thing in anime. Mm-hmm. I think as well, like this anime is so it's fun. It's got such it's got good visual gags. It's got good um, audio gags. Like the way that does the comedy is really good. But, but it's also got heart. But yeah. when it comes down to it, the reason why you keep watching it is for the characters because they all actually quite complex. But Haruhi herself and I. Adore adore her as a character Mm. is the reason why everyone likes her is because she is just so she's so open and she's so Mm. wholesome and she's just a kind nice person it's despite the fact that she is sort of playing a role and disguising herself she still maintains that very very so very genuine genuine and down-to-earth personality which plays into her type, which is the natural type. The natural, yeah. And all the all the girls are like, "Oh, Harry, he's he's just so he's just so sweet and nice and kind." And you have no idea that it's a lady you're talking to. <laughs> but then, but then the drama, because then all the boys in the host club are like, "Oh, dang." Maybe I like Harry he too. <laughs> I love I love in that first episode the, the use lights? of the lights. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So um each of them cottons on through over the course of the episode. Oh dang, this this the, dude is, is actually, not a dude. He's not a dude. <laughs> and a light pops up for each of them and it's great. And it's an There's idiot. so many little <laughs> sight gags like that and yeah, uh, visual, subtitles visual as well. And and not only that, they break the fourth wall on many occasions. And they talk to the viewer and yeah. it's not weird. No. Yeah, the Writing for this show is uh, it's sensational. So on point. Yeah. Now we do have to talk about the dub because no, no we don't. The sub the is the, so bad. The original, the original voice acting is really well done. Okay, like, like this, wow. when this came out, Mamoru Miyano, who's one of Japan's most celebrated, most popular, mm-hmm. won so many awards. Uh, male Seiyu, he's uh, light from Death Note, so he yeah. j- he just come out of doing light and then he goes directly into doing Tamaki and he's just so incredibly good. And then the dub is just so not good. It's just Look, so bad. I'm, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> the dub is not as bad as some of the other dubs oh, at the time. No, yeah. My biggest ax to grind on this is that this was back when they decided it was smart to cover the opening and closing credits. <laughs> and they're awful. Listen to the Japanese version for the opening and close and then swap to English if you really do want to watch the dub. But they're, they're, the singers are off-key. They, they're they trying to shove multi-syllable words into single-syllable areas. Sing we could sing better. We, we could do we it better. We could do it. We did do it. I know like plenty of YouTube artists who, have, do, who, nailed have, it. who yeah. have absolutely nailed this song. And mm. I'll have to show you guys But this person later. got paid for it. Yeah. Oh. But, well, I wonder if it was one of the voice acting cast and they just went, hey, can you do it? 
Just like real quick. Yeah. yeah. Read this off a paper to this music behind you. Mm. <laughs> but it's you can like it's the only negative coming for sure. coming from a <laughs> coming from a musician's background, like you can pick up when someone isn't singing on key, and yeah. they th- this feels like it was done rushed in a single take, and they were just like that will do. So. Um, so. I actually wanted to bring a point to another thing. You mentioned uh, that the voice actor had come from Death Note before uh, appearing on this. Mm. Well, first of all, that's a personality shift. I also wanted to bring <laughs> attention to some of the other anime that came out around the same what time as this. A like year. What this was what? competing with for okay, our screen so time. Ju- just, just to uh, rejig everyone's memory, this is 2006. Yes. 2006, the spring season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are looking at Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. Oh, oh wow. wow. Uh, first first season, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Air Gear. Oh yeah! yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can we do so an episode so about? We've got to do an air gear episode. Oh, uh, Gintama. Wow. Oh. Okay, so Gintama's airing. Ergo Proxy. Okay. Oh. Yes. Very big. Black sci-fi. Lagoon. Oh wow. oh wow! And Fate Stay Night. Oh hello! Fate Stay Night. That is incredible. <laughs> that is seven huge mammoth shows. And yeah, that's not even the full list, but like. This is just like what this was in the same time. So I was just like, whoa. In the same, oh my God, the same season. And didn't like, yeah, Code Geass and Death Note also came out in 2006, right? Yep. 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 That, and that was the season before. The FMA's kind of uh, like just Around finishing. Yeah. Like, right after, yeah. What, we will never get that high ever again. Mm. Once, <laughs> one, once we do um, get to the end of the year, which we do, um, we are making a habit of now for the end of the season. We will be doing another anime awards and we, will, we go back 10 years and we look at that, what was happening in the a decade before, mm-hmm. and pick some anime from that year to join the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. And I, I think we're going to have to go and go through the back catalogue back to the early 2000s to grab some of these because, wow. Mm. And yeah. uh, one mm. other thing I'd like to bring attention to, it's like, I think it's a testament to a certain anime if they get a live action as well. Yeah. Of course. Not just one, though. Multiple no. Yeah, this got a series mm. and then a movie which followed on directly from the end of that live action series. Hmm. Did it cover the actual end of the manga? No. Kyle, no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you have any idea had... how long the manga is? <laughs> the know, manga but... um, hadn't finished that point, so I was a person who was collecting it. It was actually one of the first series I ever collected. Oh. I'd get, save up my pennies and go down to Borders in the city and get my little... Oh, I miss Borders. Oran High School Post Club manga. Um, yeah, so the, uh, the manga hadn't finished yet. But um, I remember watching the live-action series. actually pretty good um, mm-hmm. from back in the time. And I normally, The guy playing Tamaki is them. perfect. They are, yeah, they're, it's really well he, acted. His expressions are so I've important. only seen the picture of this, and I saw him. I was sitting there going, has he bleached his hair? <laughs> like, Wigs exist. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the, the live-action was good. So the thing we've got to really get into mm-hmm. here oh. is what type would you go to oh visit? And what type do you believe you are from the pre-existing types? Because I see you over there with your Lovecrafty and Kenny. I, I feel typecast. Uh, I feel personally <laughs> You can't be attacked. the tentacle monster. It doesn't work. Come yes, on. I can. I can dream. <laughs> What's yours, Aaron? Hit me up. Oh, okay. So I think if I wanted to go, I'd really love to spend time with Maury. I love him. He's, He's such a cool, like... Cool, he is strong, very cool. He's stoic. He's inside, and I really love that kind Carry of Carry me, Maury Senpai. Um, but I definitely believe I'm the devilish type. I've got that chaotic it's energy. True. It's true. Yep, that, that's fair. I see that. No, Kyle? I, or, um, I couldn't I couldn't go see Tamaki. I think he'd annoy me too much. Too much? <laughs> <laughs> Don't I love him as a character, no, but as, as like visiting someone, I think it'd have to be the twins, to be honest. Yeah. I think they're just too nuts, so I'd they're have so, so much funny. fun laughing at them. I think I'm with you on that. I'd, yeah. I'd see the twins as well. But like, which type are you? Um, well, I'm definitely not the princely type because I don't think I can be that 
Like, don't be wrong. I, I like a bit of romance, but I think that's a bit too much for me. Um, Over the top flirtatious. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I could do Kyoya. Really, I could do Kyoya. Like, I, I do wear glasses. I do push them up, and I do do finances. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do organize the cool things. type. No, I'm not. I'm not cool. <laughs> okay, well, fine. Kenny. Um, yeah, like I said, I'd see the twins because you know I'd just, like meet them, get along, and go. I have such plans, and just do schemes and yes. pranks. For, for yeah. some reason, I feel like you could be Honey Senpai. Yeah. I beg your pardon. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, yeah. it doesn't really work. Bonnie Chan, get me cake. No. So essentially, uh, <laughs> Kenny's Karu and Aaron's Hikaru. Yes! <laughs> Time for chaos. <laughs> Prepare for trouble. Make it double. <laughs> oh, All right, Loz? I mean, I'm always a glasses person, and Kyoya is just so, ah, he's so dreamy. <laughs> he he's also like, I mean, I was never a huge Tamaki person because the same. Mm. I'd feel like I just like roll my eyes and be like, oh my God, please leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> just you're too much for me. Um, I love uh, Mori as well. Mo- Mori's gorgeous. Yes. Um, but I, yeah, I feel like if I was to be a host and I was to be like a particular type, yeah, I'd probably be devil type as well. Uh, let's, be say, oh, <laughs> let, 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 let's be honest. Are you sure you wouldn't be Haruhi? <laughs> With yeah. the natural yeah, I, type? Haruhi you are a natural. Haruhi is so beautiful. And I also have Haruhi hair at You the do? Maybe I should cosplay I her. was going to say Haruhi. Haruhi. Yes. Yeah. Haruhi. Oh dear. Well, well, I'll go now. <laughs> I, I think that's where we need to wrap it up because let's be honest, like we could talk about all three of these shows till the cows come because home. they make us happy. They do. I love the them. I forgot to actually look up where to stream it. I was just watching it off an old DVD. Well, <laughs> I believe from memory, this is across all the Funimation brands. Yes. So yes. it is Funimation in the US along with Netflix in the US, actually. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And also another one, which is called Tubby Tube or something like that. I, I to come don't to know what us. it is. Um, no, it's not my belly. Don't <laughs> <laughs> stop tapping my guts. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there, it's also on Funimation in Europe and Wackenham in those markets and we get it on Anime Lab in yeah. Australia. Okay, Wicked. well that's good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So very widely accessible, which is great considering Please how old it is. go watch it. It will make you so happy. If if you don't fall in love with this series after episode one with just its clever writing mm. and its fun gags, then I don't know, you're it's, lost to me. It's <laughs> so endearing. This is, yeah, do yourselves a favour. Check this one out. It'll yeah. just bring you joy. So they'll kiss, kiss, fall in love? They will. Kiss, maybe, kiss, maybe, kiss, maybe I'm the one. Oh, oh no, maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Such a rock and OP. It's and the so closing good. music as well. Yeah. Yes. The, well, see, um, Japanese version only. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because the cover is so bad. Anyway, I do digress. We need to wrap up. We'll be right back in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. Ah, yes, that's where we need to leave things for this episode. And thanks so much for joining us. Next episode, the ladies are taking over the studio. It's for a big round table on something very near and dear to them all, close to their hearts, idols. Yeah. Okay. Everyone, grab your glow sticks because it's time to dive into idol anime and why it's so big and why we love it so much. So it's uh, Farah, myself, and Dee, and we're going to be talking idols. I wish to join. I have a tutu. May I wear my tutu and join? uh, I will fight you for that spot. I have a very sexy Sonic dress. You win. Uh, Okay, well, you guys can both uh, play along at home and you can listen to the episode. Mm -hmm. How about that instead? Uh, And make sure you like and subscribe us both. Uh, Aaron, Kenny, you like and subscribe? Yeah, Yeah. I like and subscribe. You on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts, of course. And don't forget to head over to our Instagram and Facebook pages for breaking anime news and videos. Now, you've been listening to Kawaii Fi Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, watch some anime! anime!